Cheers, what's up, golf addicts? It's the it's Cheers. the tour junkies. We're talking betting, we're talking some gambling. If you want to do some gambling, do a gamble. Uh, you're in the right place. This is the 2021 Shriners Children's Open. We've eliminated the hospitals for. So this is a only a three-word tournament name, which I'm grateful for. Shriners Children's Open 2021. I'm DB. Pat Perry's there yawning in the camera. Uh, thanks for listening. I didn't mean to yawn. Sometimes yawn, you don't know when a yawn is going to happen. Okay. Uh, Pat's you here. know yawns are contagious? Yeah, I think I've heard that before. Thanks. Um, listen. Yeah. Presented, as always, by our friends at FantasyNational.com slash TJ, the one-stop shop where you need to go if you're betting on golf in any capacity. You need to go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ and save 20% off any membership level over there. That means you can get a weekly membership for like 8 bucks. You can try it out. You can get get used to it. Give it a fair shot, though. You got it's, There's a little bit of a learning curve. There's a lot of data there. All of it's licensed to Fantasy National by the PGA Tour, so you know it's good. You know it's clean data. We've been using them for forever, okay? If you're not already using them, you're stupid. I'm just gonna go ahead. And, I'm just gonna go ahead and call you that. You're an idiot. If you're trying to win money in DFS or betting on golf, you're an idiot. If you're not already using Fantasy National, or maybe one exception to that, you could be super intelligent and have your own like. You probably have your own modeling and data stuff that's already you've already got it built because you're extra smart. You, sir, are not an idiot. And thank you, or ma'am, and thank you for listening to the Tour Junkies podcast. Presented by Fantasy National, so check that out. Uh, Pat, I've got my podcast juice tonight. It's uh, it's none other than Wild Leap Vodka and a little Saint, bit. Of, I got a I got a Wild Leap beer. You got a tonight. beer in there? Yeah. You still sticking it. with the beer? Okay. Uh-huh. Mm. Our friends at Wild Leap over there in Lagrange, Georgia. Check them out. Check look up look for them in your grocery stores. Great stuff. We appreciate Wild Leap. Pat, we're gonna have a good show tonight. We just wrapped up the DFS show. That was a good time. Um. You know, I, a couple things before I, I want to get into the topic of Sam Byrne. And uh, obviously, we're going to give our outrights, some top 20s, some let them hang predictions. It's going to have a good time. But if you have not gone to the Tour Junkies YouTube page and looked at Pat's Fantasy Golf Sommelier video from last week, oh, even, so if, even if you don't play fantasy golf, even if you don't like Pat, you need to go check it out. It's last week's video for the Sanderson Farms, even though that tournament's over. It's a five-and-a-half-minute video, and it's the best five-and-a-half minutes of Fantasy Golf Sommelier in years, okay? Pat did something I didn't see coming, didn't think he was going to do, uh, and not enough people have watched it. People need to go watch it, what Pat did with his bottle of champagne. Yeah, it's, it's, it's upsetting that not, you know, because I'll do the FGS, the Fantasy Golf Sommelier, and I'll just kind of fly by the seat of my pants and throw one out there, and like way more Shocker. people are, will watch Shocker. it. Yeah, and then this one, I put a little bit of thought into. I'm even wearing uh, an outfit that I think is quite incredible. Yeah, and yeah, it is not enough. Like half the people watch it. Like you got to go out. You just, just come on. Just go. Just go check yeah. it out. It was so good that uh, people in the Nut Hut took it. Mark Crazy Marcus took a screenshot of a great moment there in the uh, in the Fantasy Golf Somalia, and they had a screenshot caption contest where the winner won a nice prize. And it was, I think it was Tripga. Tripga in the Nut Hut won for the best comment. Great stuff. You got to go look at it. While you're there, the Luke List interview has been posted in our YouTube channel as well as on our podcast feed from last week. If you've not listened to that, it was a fantastic interview. Luke got very candid with us on Bryson, on Patrick Cantlay, 
um if you're if you're a better or a dfs player you know uh luke basically gave you two tournaments where he like is ready to win at the drop of a hat and they're coming up next early in the year next year so pay attention to that but luke was extremely candid super fun interview you got to go check that out it's like the best one of the best interviews like top like front to back i think we've ever done it was a good one so go listen to that go watch it whatever you want to do uh it's good stuff if you watch it give it a thumbs up give it a comment tell us your favorite part about it that'd be nice and then of course our buddy mark hill who we announced last week our new european tour expert uh dropped his first video and podcast last week for the alfred dunhill it was a great great video i cashed in my european tour dfs lineup only listening to mark and not having a clue who the crap i was picking that was good and uh mark's great he's got 10 plus years working in the betting industry for his full-time gig now he's partnered up with us to do a show every week there's a european tour event you can catch mark hill on our YouTube channel or on our podcast feed. I think the one for the España Open, which is Spanish Open, Pat. That one drops late tomorrow. You're going to want to get his breakdown on that. And he's very active in the Nut Hut, gives you a lot of good data on the Nut Hut. There was a lot of discussion last week about tee time advantages and waves and all that stuff, which you tend to get over there on the European Tour a little more so than you do on the PGA Tour. So check that out with Mark Hill. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. Pat, before we get into the golf course, the, you know, the odds history of this event, the sports book approach, the outrights we like, the top 20s, let them hang. Um, you know, I, I think, first of all, people need to know that they're, they gotta be, they gotta be, well, I mean, what are you doing if you're not subscribed to our email list? Mm. Our email list is free and it's effing awesome. It's, it's F and F-A. It, free and effing awesome you get an email on tuesday called heavy petting and it's got the bullet points you need to know about the golf course right it's got ben little's 10 key stats and the top 10 names in every stat category that used to be on the website now it's exclusively on the heavy petting email and then for the whole fall season at the bottom i'm giving you two corn Ferry tour graduates who are now pga tour rookies and I'm telling you all about them, what kind of player they are, what you need to know about them so you can get familiar with these guys while they're still long shots, while they're still, you know, uh, cheap plays on DraftKings, all that stuff. And then on Wednesday, you get the chalk bomb with the final weather thoughts, your final tea time, tea time thoughts, if there's any advantage. Great head-to-head, bet up, uh, head-to-head betting matchup analysis for DFS and betting. That was nails last week, by the way, if you're paying attention. Of course, we give you the chalk bomb if you're playing DFS. And then we throw in some laughs with Pontificate with Pat at the bottom. Those are two free emails every Tuesday, every Wednesday, one subscription. Go to tourjunkies.com slash chalkbomb and subscribe today. Or go to tourjunkies.com and scroll to the bottom right of any webpage and uh, subscribe. I don't know why you would not do that. That's another free, two free pieces of content to make you a better better. Okay, so do that. Pat, Sam Burns. Sam great. Sam Burns is pretty freaking good. He just stepped up and killed everybody on Sunday. He just took it by the balls. You know what I mean? He just, he just, uh, what was that movie? Uh, was it Friday after next or next Friday? Which one was it? Uh, where uh, Cat Williams was saying, Damon, I am a boy. You remember that? And he took, he had the mm-hmm. vice grips and he said, these hands, these vice grips on your nuts. You remember when he said that? I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. But basically, Sam Burns told the field, I, I got vice grips on your nuts, daddy. And he just ran away with it. Here's the thing I want to ask. Sam Burns is obviously a killer. 
Now, Pat, you're texting again. This is what is what are you doing? My, my, uh, pimp in distress, pimp in distress. Baz Bite knows what I'm, what I'm talking about. Okay, what? Nothing. This is my son is texting me that he's being harassed. Okay. By the animals in their house. Oh. I thought at first it was going to be like friends of his. Okay. He's a teenager. Okay. And then he's like, the animals are harassing him. Okay. And now I'm like, okay, shut up. Okay. Go to bed. Let's talk about Sam Burns. I want to talk about the future of these young studs on the PGA Tour. And who's going to be the first one to get to close the door on a major? The next major we're going to get is the Masters in April. Um, but... And I guess I'm talking about the young guys that have not already won one, right? So the first one to not win. And I don't really want to get into the young. They're still young, but they're not the new young. Like Patrick Cantlay. Like, he's young, but he ain't new young. I'm talking about new young young. guys. I'd say, like, like, let's start with Victor Hovland, who's 14th in the world right now. Uh, Sam Burns, who's now 18th in the world. Scotty Scheffler, 22nd. Um, Let's see. Sung Jay, I guess you could throw in there, 29th. Joaquin Neiman, 30. Willie Z, Wills Alatoris, 31 in the world. Um, let's see, any other names in there? Maybe uh, Matt Wolf, who's now, you know, played all right last week, 47th in the world. Um, who do we think out of these guys, like, who do you see getting it done in the majors first out of those names? Uh, I think, I, I still think Victor Hovland. I mean, if you look at just the Ryder Cup, and I mean, not that that's like a, a, a sole factor in, in how you can judge how somebody plays or whatever, but you know, Victor was a scary player in that in that tournament, like in that or in that event. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he did so like every, he was so nails in just everything he did. So I love Victor Hovland. I think he is definitely going to win some majors. Um, Scheffler, I don't know. I, I still am not sold on Scheffler actually winning tournaments because oh, oh, we am. haven't we haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen him do that. And That's I love true. Scheffler. I mean, I but, he's a, yeah, but what have we seen Victor won other than the freaking what 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 was that little event he won that off turn you know, something like alternate Puerto field Rico, event Puerto Rico or something? Yeah, and, and then another one. He won another one too. He's won two. Oh, of them. he did. Yeah, he did win another. Yeah, you're right. He won a good so, one. So I mean, but uh, but Burns. I mean, that guy is just... He won the OHL Classic. Yeah. Whatever. Still, he's won twice. And he won the Puerto um, Rico Open. Yeah, so I do like... I think Victor for me. I'm just going to go Victor. I don't think it's Victor. And I think the thing that's, that's going to hold him back is still the putting. Um, because you got to putt to win majors. And the problem is his he loses strokes on every single putting surface. Like it, it, it'd be one thing if, you know, he was really good on one surface and kind of dog on the, on, you know, a couple others like Burns is not an elite putter, but he gains strokes on every surface and he's really good on Bermuda. Um, Willie Z is improving. Like if you look at, if you look at the, uh, the rolling report on Fantasy National for Willie Z, which shows you on a single stat how, they've pro- how they're progressing from the last 100 rounds to the last four. 100 rounds ago, which I guess they don't even have 100 measured rounds, 50 rounds ago, he was 93rd in strokes game putting total on, on the PGA Tour. 
Then t- the last 24 rounds moves out to 69th. Recently, 12 uh, in the last 12 rounds, he's 29th. Like he's progressing a little bit. I think he's found a little some magic with the putter. Um, currently gains strokes on Poa, loses it on Bent and Bermuda, but not not by much on Bermuda. I think Willie Z and Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler. I actually w- may rank Hovland last in that. How range. how can you do that? Because I think he he lacks the total like the total package until that that put that putter is not a problem. Now now Scheffler's also very bad with the flat stick. I'm looking at it now and I didn't, I didn't really realize how bad he is with the putter. He's like Hovland. He loses strokes uh, in every category. So I guess maybe due to that I might actually put Hovland above him. But he's been so close in majors. I mean 8th at the Open, 8th at the PGA. Um he's been so close 4th at the PGA in 2020. Uh, he he's just you know he's been close in majors. I feel like he's a big game hunter, um, a little more so than maybe Victor is right now. So I don't know. I, I think I get. I a, just feel like all the, of all the guys, and maybe I'm just too you know into the Ryder Cup lately and what we saw there. But of all the people that like watching those matchups, Hovland, other than Rom, scared me the most. Like he was the one player where I was like, well, yeah, because Europe had nobody. Well, I know, but I'm saying, but they're still going against a pretty good team in the U.S. So, like, he was the guy that I was like, he could win every single matchup, and it might not even be close. Well, I think our boy Kissler, who normally is in the chat saying ridiculous things, has a point. Uh, who was it that handed Rom his ass on a platter? Scotty yeah. Chef. Chef got him at a good time. I thought I, I I would have said this if we had a podcast on Saturday before the Sunday finals of the Ryder Cup that I would have thought that Scheffler would have won that because I think you know Rom had done so well leading up to that final day there was a chance for a letdown just like anything like football golf golf just the same thing happens like like not everybody has all of their best stuff every single day like he was primed to be taken down that day I just don't know how you take Victor Hovland's Ryder Cup performance and make that greater than Scotty Scheffler's Ryder Cup performance as a part of your argument it, it, was, never it wasn't that. better when did I say that you were talking about how you thought he was going to go 4-0 and he was the stud and he was like so scary how, how he wasn't any he wasn't he wasn't scarier than Scotty Scheffler when did, what you just said when did that. I say that I didn't say he was going to go 4-0 when did I say that you said he check was, the tape Somebody roll back the tape. Did I say? Did I say Hovland was going to go four? Yes, you, you said you thought he had the potential to go four and zero or five and zero or whatever. You said something like that. What? What are you listening to? Maybe I don't know. What is wrong with my <laughs> headphones? <laughs> I never said that. I, I just I don't know. I get that. I get that Hovland's won on the tour and Scheffler hasn't. I but, just think Hovland's a more talented golf. Not well. He's not a more talented golfer than Scheffler. Goffler. Yeah, more talented like Gobbler. So I just don't. I think, so where do you I rank Burns? Where do you rank Burns and Zalatoris out of those four? Like, give me the give me the four. Give me the top four. I think I go. I think I actually go Burns. I think I. Oof, I think I go Burns. Scheffler, Willie Z, and Hovland. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It's my opinion, Doc. No All right, then you rank them. Okay. I'll go Hovland, Scheffler, Burns, 
Zalatoris. Okay. We're going to have a bet here. Because. Well, okay. I said. Very I, I said Burns. All of these guys' careers. And. Chef. We both have Scheffler second. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Zalatoris hasn't won yet. How about. I know. I know. That's Neither why. Neither has Scheffler. I ranked him third. I ranked Willie Z third. We both rank Scheffler second. So our debate here is Victor and Victor versus like Burns. Our, our debate is really where we rank Victor. You have him ranked first. I have him ranked last out of the four. What if we do? If, the, you're, if you're going into a major championship and you're betting, you're going to bet Sam Burns over Victor Hovland. When Sam Burns' wins are great, and I get it. Much better than Hovland's. And he, and he actually gained strokes. How are they much better than Hovland's? I think they're tougher tournaments. The OHL and the Puerto Rico? Give me a break. Are you kidding me? I mean, what, what? I, I know the Sanderson is not like, you know. The Sanderson Farms? It's stronger than either one of those fields, I think. He won the Valspar. Like, it's not terrible. I feel like Sam Burns is like a career, like going to win some PGA Tour events, but he's not going to win a major. He may not. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to win a major. It's really hard Hovland to win a major. I think Hovland wins majors. Neither one, none of these guys may ever win a major. How I think about, Hovland will win a major. Yes. All right, how about we do this? The, if one of these guys wins a major in an indefinite term, if we hit him first, whoever hits him first, the other person has to shave their head. <laughs> no. Why not? No, because pretty... you shaving your head is easy. Like you, you can shave your head and it, you, it look the same as it does today. What? What are you yeah, talking? I've seen your head though, mostly shaved. No, I never shaved it. No, I cut it close on the sides. I never shaved the no, top. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Then no. what? What would a what would a proper punishment be? That's a major championship bet that I think requires a major championship punishment. I'm not shaving my head. Uh, no, no way. Okay, put in the comments what you think what you think the punishment should be because I, I think it needs to be legitimate. We need we need everybody we need everybody to comment. We need everybody to like and subscribe on YouTube. We need them. Okay, there's there's not enough people watching us on YouTube. Maybe we suck. Maybe that's the answer. But if you're watching us, you must like us. So hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Comment on what the punishment should be on which one of these four guys. These four guys seem to be the, the four young, young up-and-comers, right? Who do you think is going to be? Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a new Corn Fairy Tour grad that you think is, is the guy. Comment, 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 like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're, if you're listening strictly, then uh, you know, leave us a five-star review and tell us in those comments who you think it's going to be. All right, Pat, moving on, moving on. Okay. We'll, we'll, I've got the names written down, the order written down, so we'll figure out the punishment and update the people. Uh, we got the full course, course breakdown, everything you need to know about TPC Summerlin, which is a course we've come to a lot, right? All that's on the DFS show if you want to listen to it. But Pat, give us just the, the basics, the essentials, what we need to know about TPC Summerlin. Essentials here, par 71, just over 7,200 yards. Uh, 144 players this week, T65 and ties will make the cut. A lot of scoring. We're going to see uh, a ton of scoring this week, so birdie or better percentage, opportunities gained. If you're looking at uh, grass surfaces, you got Bermuda grass, tee to green. Bent grass greens that are pretty tricky, uh, and there is a lot of speed here on these greens, so that's something you want to look at. I do think driving accuracy is key. You'll see a lot of the longer hitters kind of 
dial it back a little bit and hit irons off the tee. This is a position golf course. So, and I don't just mean, um, you know, position into the greens, which I think is important, but position off the tee as well. That is important also. So, uh, and we've seen, you know, a lot of your shorter hitters win here. Martin Laird last year, Kevin Na, Bryson won in 2018, but that was like pre beefed up Bryson. Uh, and we see a lot of guys that kind of dial it back off the tee. Patrick Cantlay won here in 2017. Rod Pampling uh, in 2016. And then this is where Smiley Kaufman just rocked the world. Yeah. And became such a famous person in 2015 and won yeah. here. So there you go. So long ago. Yep. Um, Going to be an easy course. Martin Laird won at 225 to 1. Kevin Na was at 70 to 1. Bryson was 14 to 1. Cantley 20 to 1. Pampling 300. Kaufman 250. Ben Martin in 2014, 225 to 1. So, ben we, Martin. you know, we got some triple digits in there. Bryson and Cantley kind of jacked up the party in recent history, being the shorter numbers. Um, I don't know. I think this is going to be kind of that mid range to long-range kind of year. You don't have the Brysons, the Cantleys. You don't have those guys here. I mean, Brooks is here, but we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, but yeah, this is, any, this is any, anybody's game here. Plenty of, plenty of player data and quotes about you know, not having to be long, being, being a precision place, hitting a lot of wedges, making a ton of putts. These are big greens. A lot of guys are going to hit greens and reg at a high clip here. Then it's a matter of making the putts. We did talk about this on the DFS show. I don't think we need to go into it ad nauseum, Pat, but you brought up that there is a narrative in Vegas. Uh, I think I said strokes lost motorboating a lot, um, which is just like there's trouble to be had in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Based on the DFS show, it seems like my head was going straight to the strippers and escorts and and girls. Um, you You were reminding me that there are other things that you can get in trouble with in Vegas. So, yes. Lots of sinning opportunities. Lots of sinful, lots of vices. Uh, and and I, I mentioned that for those of you who think that the narrative is stupid, uh, I challenge you to look at the top player in strokes gained total at TPC Summerlin over the last five years, and his name is Webb Simpson. Christian, family man, 70 kids, very pure. Give me one more. Uh boring <laughs> Webb simpson number two on the list lucas glover you know what he has an ankle bracelet that uh, tells his wife whatever he does <laughs> yes yes spousal uh spousal ankle strap house arrest yes so mm-hmm. the narrative checks out we've we've run the data we've run the simulations we've we've done all the correlations and we've done the the uh you know we did the data and it's it all checks out. So basically, you got to be careful of that when you're making your selections. I think that's very that's something to think about in in Las Vegas. Uh, so let's talk about the favorites, Pat. Up to twenty five to one. Now you got a little confused on this last week, buddy. But it's the same same format we do every week. This yeah, is up to twenty five to one. So don't give me any names longer than twenty five to one here, Pat. I'm gonna let you start. Okay, I got a couple guys in here I like, and uh, one we we've argued about already, and I didn't think there should be an argument. But Scotty Scheffler is at twenty-two oh. to one. I think Scheffler at twenty-two to one. I didn't mention him on, at all on the DFS show, but I do like him this week on, at that number at twenty-two to one. And then another guy—he is married, by the way. 
Yeah. Another guy right at that same number is Abraham Answer, also at 22 to 1. Um, now, can I mention a 25 to 1 guy? Did you? There's that too. Huh? Yes, you can. Up to 25 to 1. Okay. 25 to 1, uh, Willie Z at 25 to 1. I like him also. So those three guys, Chef, Answer, and Willie Z at 25 to 1. Okay. Uh, I'm shocked you said Scheffler. Like, so you would rather have Scheffler over Webb at 22 to 1? Because Webb yeah. is also 22 to 1. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Scheffler. We just. I just. By the I way, by the way I, this I, is I on think, points bet. You can get better numbers with those guys on points bet. I think coming off of what we saw at the Ryder Cup for Scheffler, I think he gained a lot of confidence. Um, you know, this could be a week that he wins. I mean, we see a lot of guys in the fall win for the first oh, time. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Scheffler could ha- that could happen for him this week. I, I love Webb. I mean, I don't mind Webb at all. Um, but I just think, uh, I mean, there, there's there's value in both of those plays. But uh, clearly, at points bet, there's value at twenty two to one. I mean, Webb is much is shorter on DraftKings. Webb is eighteen to one. Scheffler's twenty two to one. Uh, but if they're both twenty two to one on points bet, I'll take Webb all day long on that. I think there's tremendous value there. Um, with his record here, with it fits his game to a T. He's he played the Fortinet, finished T thirty, got got the you know, got got the rust off after the BMW a month or so prior. I think Webb is the play at twenty two to one for me. I love the Willie Z play at twenty five to one. I mean, he's playing really really well right now. Obviously, come I mean, he, the injury looks to be behind him. T eleven at the Fortinet, T fourteen at the Sanderson. The putting has really come around, especially when you look back at that rolling report that I mentioned. Uh, that's good to see because you're going to have to make a lot of putts here to make a lot of birdies to win this thing at like 20 billion under. So Willie Z at 25 to one is interesting. Now a guy we didn't talk about on the DFS show or very little is Kevin Na, but Kevin Na at 25 to one, I'll take it. Like I think, and he's, that's a, that's on, uh, let's see, that's on points bet and DraftKings. He's, he's 25 to one on both of those. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about Kevin Na here? He, he, yeah, I, I don't mind Kevin Na. I just... I mean, the end of his year, <sighs> second at the Wyndham, lost to Kiz, eighth at the Northern Trust, 17th at the BMW, third at the Tour Championship. You know, he shook the rust off at the Fortinet, missed the cut, whatever. Now he's in his home, t- his backyard at a tournament he's won before, at a tournament he loves that suits his game very, very well. He's got win equity. We know that about Kevin Na. He wins almost every season. Like, 25 to 1. Like, if you're going to do it, do it, you know? Yeah, whatever. Kevin Na. It's always scary. Kevin Na's always scary, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, the, the stay away play for me here, and I think we would both agree on this, is Brooks Kepka. Yeah, as, as the tournament favorite. Absolutely. And not just because he's a tournament favorite, but because he's Brooks Kepka, and we all know he's here to take photos with Jenna and do their thing around Vegas. This is more her week. I guarantee you he committed to this place for her more so than he did for him. I mean, he's going to have a great time. Like, Brooks has a great time wherever he goes, which I love that about him. I love that he's, he, he, he's going to enjoy yeah. himself. Um, but at, at 16 to 1 or whatever he is on DraftKings, he's actually 20 to 1 on points bet if you want to bet him. Um, yeah. I, I'm they were away. looking at the schedule, and, yeah. like, she's, like, nev- never speaks up because she's like, okay, well, that one I know that I know. I know Brooks. I know Brooks. Brooks wants to do this one, but no, 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 Vegas. I think she does speak up. I think she's we're going kind of- to Vegas, and I've got all kinds of outfits for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All these outfits. I got these new shoes I've been dying to wear. 
Yeah, that's that's for sure. Also, Kistler brings up a good point in the chat. Nas the Asian web, boring family man. He really is. He really is. Ke- Here's a fact. Kevin Na had Kenny G at his wedding. Like, if a guy who had Kenny G play at his wedding is not picture perfect for this place, then I don't know who is. So I, I think Kevin Na's in play. I normally don't have three picks in this range, but I actually do. Uh, all right, let's get down to kind of that mid-range over 25 to 1, up to 75 to 1, Pat. I see you're again texting. Up to 75 to 1, okay. Pat. Um, I got was, a couple plays in here. Okay. Three, three plays. Three plays. I got a lot of them in here. I can't really narrow them down a little bit. Why don't you start, and then I'm, maybe I'll make a different play. All right, well, there's one guy in here that I think if you can get him on the right books, I'm very surprised at where he is because I'm looking at points bet right now. But Louis Usazen is at 30 to 1 points bet, and he is much shorter. He's on 18 other- to 1 on DraftKings. Yes. Wow. So yeah, that's some value. If you can get some Usi there with that kind of value at can he 30 win? to 1. I don't know, but De- I, I, would, I just debatable. like the value. Yeah. I don't know if he can win. I like yeah. the value. Yeah, I if, like you it. know if you want to play if you want to play him and do a uh, a top five or something like that because he may, may not win but he finishes second or third, you know, plus three fifty, well three and a half to win. Okay, if you, if you want if you like that kind of stuff, if you like that kind of stuff, you can do that. Another guy that I like is Matthew Wolf at fifty to one. I think that's a good number here for him. Um, he's finished well here in the past, top five last year. You know, Wolf is a good play there at fifty to one. Another guy that I don't like in DFS, and I just don't know what he's going to do this week, but I have a hard time not betting Brian Harmon at 70-1. to Accuracy guy off the tee, good ball striker. You know, typically just, I, I think this is a good course fit for him. We've seen him play well here in the past. So at 70-1, to I like Brian Harmon. I like him at that number. So there you go. Usti, Wolf, and Harmon. Hmm. I, I don't mind the value on Usti at 30 to 1. If it goes 25 to 1 or less, I'd rather have Willie Z, Kevin Na, Webb Simpson. Um, I hear you. If you can't get to 31. On, on Wolf, did you have him at 50 to 1? I had him at 50 to 1. He's 50 to 1 on points bet. I like that on points bet. He's better on points bet. I don't mind that. Uh, I don't love the Harmon play I actually like him better in DFS I had him written down but I didn't mention him he's just one name out of like a dozen in the 7k range in DFS I like because this is a course fit for Brian Harmon you're right I think what's going to turn people off is the form all of a sudden we saw Brian Harmon's form just tank and you know coming off a break you kind of don't know what kind of form these guys are in so I actually like him better in DFS because I think the ownership is going to be down because of that I don't know if he's going to jump out and win but it is a good spot for him I like a lot of names in here, actually. This is a range that um, I'm going to have a lot of because I actually only have one name in the next range. So forgive me as I go overboard here. Uh, I like two guys at 45 to 1. That would be Siwoo Kim and Cameron Tringali. I mean, Siwoo's come out and finished 11th mm-hmm. at the Fortinet, 8th last week at the Sanderson. He's got a great record at, uh, at the Shriners. He's aggressive. He makes a ton of birdies. He's got a girlfriend. So I think she, and she looks like a sweet girl. So she's keeping him on the, you know, even keel in Vegas. Love Siwoo at 45 to 1. There's win equity there. And I mean, Cameron Tringali, I told myself on Saturday night because Cameron Tringali was a name that I, I, it was like one of the last names I scratched off my betting card last week, Pat. 
And on Saturday night when he had a, when he was up there, I was like, gosh dang it, I'm gonna miss Tringali's first win. And it pissed me off because you can see it coming. Like the yeah. form is yeah. as good as it's ever been. The putting is incredible. The ball striking is there. He just had a few bad decisions and squirrely shots on Sunday. But it, I mean, he's trending so good right he now. He really is. Forty five to all one all year. He's been trending. all year. Yeah, just like all year. Uh, Forty five to one on points bet for Tringali. Um, you know I love Matt McNeely at sixty to one. He's got Vegas yeah. ties, Vegas connection. We I had him on the betting card for the Fortinet where he coughed it up on Sunday and had a chance at forty five to one. I think there his odds are a little longer here in this event, but he's got ties here. Good putter, good ball striker. Matt McNeely at sixty to one. Here's a name we did not talk about in DFS. This is my last one in this range. But a name I think is sneaky in both DFS, and I think you're getting a good value here as well. A really, really good putter um, who I think has some win equity. Mark Leishman at 66 to 1. You don't. You don't mind that. Mm -mm. 66 to 1 on points bet. Uh, The Irons have been solid. He finished fourth at the Fortinet. Fourth. And I think I actually faded him at the Fortinet, but finished fourth. Um, Leishman's, Leishman's in play at sixty-six to one. I think for a guy like him, who you know, you know, he can he can close the door here. Now he's actually never played TPC Summerlin, but I don't think that's a big deal. Great putter, sixty-six to one. There you go. In the next yeah. range, in the next range, which is up to one hundred and twenty-five to one, I actually only have one name, Pat. And it's because if you wow. compare prices between DraftKings and PointsBet, this is where the names that I like are better values on PointsBet, and it, or I'm sorry, on DraftKings, and it takes them over the 125 range. So there was only one name that I found in here um, up to 125 to 1 that I want to bet on outright, and it's actually a rookie on the PGA Tour. I know, it's kind of crazy. His name's Taylor Moore at 125 to 1. Uh, if you don't know about Taylor Moore, he's a stud, finished fourth in the order of merit uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour, had 11 top tens, a win last year on the Corn Ferry Tour. Good total driver, hits at over 300 average, but hits a ton of fairways. Top 25 in driving accuracy on Corn Ferry Tour last year and 10th in greens and reg. Made a ton of birdies on the Corn Ferry Tour, which you have to do. That's how you finish number four in order of merit. And he's actually a pretty solid putter, just kind of a middle of the road, you know, solid. He's not going to be amazing with the putter, but he's solid. And he finished T17 at the Sanderson Farms. Um, he's 125 to one, a winner on the Corn Ferry Tour just back in July, uh, and then finished that up with a runner-up at the next event. Like Taylor Moore's a stud, and he gained strokes in every single category uh, last week at the Sanderson. So if you you know talk about somebody coming out of nowhere that you're like, geez, who? I think it could be a Taylor Moore at 125 to one. Okay. I got a couple in here that I like. Uh, one is Taylor Gooch. He is at 80 to 1. I think that's a good number for him. I mentioned him on the DFS show. Did we ever find also, out why he withdrew last week? Anybody find that out? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you do know. If you're in the chat, know. why did Taylor Gooch withdraw last week? Yeah. Another one is Henrik Norlander. At yeah. 125 to 1. Well, oh, I mean. Yep, he's 130 on DraftKings. He's in my oh, next tier. That, uh, that's why I put him. Twice okay. On but I love, I, I love that play. Okay, well, I had him at 125. I didn't see the 130, so we could put him in either category, but I do like him there. He's actually, also. I got to say this about Norlander, because, you know, he's known as a terrible putter, incredible ball striker, right? He's gained strokes putting in four yeah. of his last five tournaments, including last week, gained 2.1. 
And when he does that, he's trouble. He gained 8.4 strokes on approach last week. Eight. Mm. Nolander could do it, man. Do, yep. it, do it for Champions Retreat. All right. And um, that's it for that range for me. Okay. Bombs over 125 to 1. Obviously, Norlander you can get at 130 to 1. Uh, let me make sure that's right. Yeah, on DraftKings. How did you miss that? You were looking at points bet only or something? What are you doing? I mean, I'm, it's, it's hard when you're looking at two <laughs> books. You don't, like, like you don't see everything. It's not like I have like a, a beautiful mind that Ooh. can see like all these. Oh, I think you do. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short, Pat. All right, uh, bombs over 125 to 1. I'll let you go first. All right, well, I've got a couple in here that I like. Um, one, uh, going pretty long shot here at 250 to 1. Ooh, you're going to give me uh, Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder. Okay. It's 250 to 1. We've seen him play well recently, played well last week. Is a guy that makes a ton of birdies. Um, I, you know, he just, I, I think this could be a week for him. You never know. Um, He's got a T3 here in the past. Yeah, so I like him there. Uh, another guy that I like uh, at, a, at 200 to 1 Oof. is Hank Lebiota. Okay. Uh, we've seen him almost win um, several weeks in a row a few weeks ago, and then, or well, now it's turned into months, but the guy is, uh, has played well uh, this year. So I do like Hank Lebiota, been putting a lot better than he used to. Uh, I think that's it for me. I'm going a real oh, long wow. shot in this in this category. Wow. So. Yep. Wow. Two hundred and two fifty to one, huh? Yeah. Um, I'll give you three more in addition to the Norlander play. And for me, there are three guys we already talked about pretty extensively in the DFS show. Stefan Jaeger, mm-hmm. who's who's a a winner. Um, you know, if you I think, you know, the winningest guy on the Corn Ferry Tour, this is his third trip around the sun on the PGA Tour. It's not outside the realm of possibility for him to win a golf tournament on the PGA Tour. Like He can close the door. He's a closer. He can get it done. I don't think he's going to be scared of this place. He's got a top 20 here in the past. Um, he's an accurate player, makes a ton of birdies. Just good all-around game for Jaeger. So 130 to 1, I like that. And then a couple more guys at 150 to 1. I like Pat Perez, your Vegas. I mean, this guy loves the Shriners, loves TPC Summerlin, has some great results here. Also a solid putter, decent flashes of form here in recent weeks. He's won 50 to 1 on points bet. You can get a better number on him. And then Troy Merritt, uh, you know, Troy Merritt, I think finished. Yeah, I love Troy. Top love 20. Troy. Yeah, top 20 at the Fortinet. I think 27th last week at the Alfred Dunhill. So coming in in good form, and Merritt, Merritt is a guy who's found himself in final groups before, like, and, you know, contended. And this is a spot for him where his little Dinkin' Duncan's putting self can do, can do things, can do some damage, you know? So I think this is an interesting spot, a course fit place for Troy Merritt, the, uh, the Amish, Amish Merritt. Is, uh, Let me give one more. Didn't we have a One picture? more. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't we have a... Uh, Oh, yeah, Amish, Amish Mafia. There he is. There he is on YouTube. He looks like an Amish man. Anyway, yes, go. All right, so I don't have all the numbers here, but I, this guy just intrigues me a little bit because he's been out a ton with injuries and on injury leave and whatever else, but he is a winner on tour. Old 
Dirt McGirt. No, you can't bet him outright. No William way. William McGirt. I am not betting okay, him outright. Thank God. thank God. He's he's 400 to 1 outright. He did finish T17 last week at Sanderson Farms. I think this is another good fit for him, this course. So if you can get him at like a top 20 number that's somewhere around like 15 to 1, something like that, which is what I, I'm guessing it would be. Um, I think that's a good number. I think anywhere between 15 to 20 to 1 for Dirt McGirt to finish top 20 here is a good number. Wow. So there you go. I did not see. I did, you know, that Pat, is not even my let him hang play. Pat that's Perry, not even my let him hang play. Oh, I mean, Pat Perry, a man of surprises. Let me see what is his top 20 number because I don't. See, see if you can find his top 20 it's not, It's not. I don't think it's actually as high as you think it is because I, I don't see him. They may be, they may be onto you, Pat. You know, they may be, they may be on. Oh my God, Pat, he's eight to one. Oh, see, there's some now. There's some big differences there. He's eight to one. That's like right there with. I mean, that's he's in there with Doug Gim and Matt Wallace and Aaron Rye, James Hunt, JT but he's Poston. Like low six thousands on in the. I mean, yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. Uh, I got some top twenties. I think there's a. I think there's a slew of guys at plus 550 on DraftKings okay. that are all flash in form and they're all good course fits in terms of accurate um, precision players that can putt. And there's a, a group of them. Adam Schink, Mick Watney, who's a Vegas guy who we just saw almost win the tournament, uh, who's a great putter and Vegas guy. Denny McCarthy, your boy. Great putter, just played well. Uh, Peter Malnati, great putter, just played well. Vincent Dunker and Troy Merritt, all plus 550 for a top 20. I like you know picking those guys in, in good form and a, a good course fit there. You mentioned Norlander. He's plus 450. I wrote him down. Pat Perez is 4-1. to one. Um, And Luke List is also 4-1. to one. Pat, what do you think of Luke List this week? Because he won a lot of people a lot of money last week. For top twenty, I like it. Um, Four to one, yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, for Ye- I, here's a, here's a few other ones that I like for top twenties. I like Jaeger. I like Stefan Jaeger. Yes, as you Stephen. like to say at, at plus four fifty. Oh yeah, I, I like, like that. Denny McCarthy at plus five fifty. I just mentioned that. Yep, you weren't paying attention. Okay. You're sorry. Troy Merritt shocked. is also also just mentioned that one. I yep. know. You, I know you did. I'm just giving you the ones that I also like. Hmm. Um. A couple more that I think are, uh, you know, pretty decent plays here in this in this range. You know, I like a Doug Gim at plus six fifty. Uh, you know, he's form? Been, his form, he's bad. body form, but still, this is a good course fit for him. Is it? It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, I guess it's. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm out on Doug. His his irons have dropped off. Like, look at his iron play. His iron play in the beginning of the year, like every single week, he's gaining strokes with irons. Yeah, and lately he's just sucked. What do you do with Adam Hadwin at plus five fifty? Is he the most frustrating player ever? No, there's way more frustrating players, but I don't get him right often. Actually, I mean, it, no, because what he'll do is he'll shoot sixty five and then he'll shoot seventy four the <laughs> yeah. next day. He's an accurate player, great putter. So, I mean, he fits the profile here for sure. Um, family man. Canadian, they can't get in yeah. that much trouble, you know. 
I mean, I think I like the other guys we mentioned a little more at uh, at plus five fifty. But okay, but All yeah, right. okay. All right, let them hang predictions. By the way, my let them hang prediction last week, um, I hit two of the three. I, I told you to. I told you to take the take take the dogs and take Alabama to cover the spread. And I had Mito Pereira as a top twenty. He finished thirty first. You know, we almost hit it. We almost hit it. Uh, I got a similar one tonight. I'll go ahead and rattle that off. Uh, I'm doing another top 20 in two college football games. I'm taking Mav McNeely top 20 this time. Mav McNeely top 20. We already talked about him. I like that. I'm taking Bama at minus 17 and a half. I think that is a ridiculous number. They, were, they played a better team last week, and they were like minus 14 and a half or minus 16 and a half, and they, they covered. They're, play, they're playing a worse team. I, I don't understand. And then University of Florida, who I hate. They're my least favorite team in all of college football. I hate the Gators. But they're minus 38 over Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's terrible. Georgia just beat Vanderbilt 62 to nothing. Yeah. And that was, we used all three quarterbacks. We used seven different running backs. 11 different receivers touched the ball that game. And Georgia is, is known for once we have a, a sizable lead, we just put it on cruise control we on offense. Yeah, we, never, we do not you know. step on your throat and finish you. And yet Vanderbilt still gave up 62 points. Florida's defense is going you know, to allow points against Vanderbilt, whereas ours did not. But Florida is going to, I think if they keep the pedal down, they cover. So Matt McNeely, top 20, University of Florida minus 38 over Vandy, and Bama minus 17 and a half. That is a plus eleven sixty seven, so almost twelve to one. Parlay, parlay time. Mm, I like that on DraftKings. What is this? This what is Beta talking about? Georgia can't score points. That's a joke, right? Daniel, is, yeah, he put the laughing emoticon. Surely he's kidding. Yeah, that's surely a he's joke. kidding. Okay, all right. Um, all right, here's my let him hang. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. This is a little more risky. Obviously, I'm going to pick a winner more here. Time. I'm going to pick a winner on the golf side, and then I'm going to I'm going to pick a, a an NFL bet. Oh, like. and you can get these. And if you win this, you're it's all going to happen on Sunday for you. So it's going to be a great Sunday. Mm. All right. So Matthew Wolf, 51. I'm going to take him to win at forty to one. Oh, DraftKings parlay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'm going to take the under. So Sunday night's game, the, the game of the week, Sunday night, is Kansas City and Buffalo. I think that Buffalo has a very good defense, mm-hmm. okay? Obviously, Kansas City, everybody thinks scoring, 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 and they do have a great offense. But I think Buffalo has a great defense. I think this, score, this, this game is going to be under 56.5 points. So I'm going to take... The under on that game at 56 and a half and a win from Matthew Wolf. And that parlay is 77 to one. So that's the let him hang. I'm letting him hang. Win for Matthew Wolf. Under on KC Buffalo. And there you go. Wow. An outright par, an outright with a parlay is definitely qualifies for let him hang. Um, I do think disclaimer: if you just want to bet Matt Wolf outright, he's fifty to one on points bet, so you can get ten more points there. But uh, interesting. So you're taking the under. You know, I normally I, I see that in NFL games normally when you have these two powerhouse offenses, you do tend to see the un. I feel like the under 
tends to hit. Everybody gets all amped up, and then the first quarter is three to zero, and you're like, mother. Well, yeah. So I think that I could see that. I could see that going down. Um, I could see that happening. Very good. Very good. There you go. Listen, we'll be back next week for the CJ Cup, also in Las Vegas. Be sure and comment, like, subscribe, uh, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe to the emails, tourjunkies.com slash chalkbomb. What are we even doing if you're not doing that? Two great free pieces of content. Go check out the Fantasy Golf Sommelier video from last week because it's hysterical and it's only five minutes. And listen to the Luke List interview. And win some money this week. Take those tickets to the winning window. Look out for DB's Big Balls betting card. Pat, are you going to give us a not that anyone really cares betting card this week? Because I know your dad yeah, was I in will town. This week. Last week, okay. I, I couldn't do it. I had a lot. Going. My parents were in town. You know, dad, obviously, you know, here's what happens when, when, when my parents are in town. My dad shows up in the nut hut. Yeah. And on Wednesday night, and give some fire picks. Fire so, picks called the Norlander play. Yeah, um, yeah. Your dad was m- money in the nut hut. So that year. was like my version of uh, giving out. The, okay. Uh, okay, I like it. You know, so there you go. Money. Thanks, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make your screens be green. See you. Out. Oh!